KHJ Los Angeles. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. How is everybody doing on this festive and tiresome Sunday? My name is Mitch Gibson. I will be your moderator for today on an episode of That Weird Podcast. It is a very special episode because it is the first episode of what I am calling the You Didn't Ask Commentary. So, one of my favorite things to do is show people movies. I love showing my friends movies. I love having people over and showing them movies. I show my dad movies, show my mom movies, show my sister and her fiance, uh, friends from work, all this different stuff. So I thought while in my little uh, self-social distancing thing, I could make a really fun idea that I've had for a while. Now, this isn't a new idea by any means. Uh, pretty much it is a um, YouTube channel that does uh, commentaries on movies. I actually watched a couple of their episodes recently, which is probably what made me want to do this idea even more. But also, uh, Lee Winnell's Twitter. Lee Winnell is the writer-director of The Invisible Man. He also did Upgrade, which is my favorite movie of 2018. He did a watch-along of uh, The Invisible Man and kind of did a director's commentary as a watch along which was kind of fun um and he also did like he like did twitter and all that stuff like all these different things for it which was really fun and i thought why not i do something and i was just like well no one asks for my commentary i usually just blurt shit out and they're like oh that's cool uh moving on keeps watching the movie <laughs> but it's something more to keep me busy and hey if if people want to watch a movie with someone else here's a way maybe you can i don't know <laughs> it's just something fun that i kind of wanted to do so we are going back to what is Easily my favorite film of all time, which is The Departed. Uh, it's my personal favorite Le- uh, Leo DiCaprio film. It's probably my favorite Martin Scorsese film. Um, I he'll probably even put Matt Damon as it's probably my his best performance in a long time, which is saying a lot because I I mean it's Matt fucking Damon, Matt Damon. <laughs> but so. We're going to be watching The Departed today, uh, directed by Martin Scorsese. It came out in 2005, I believe. It stars uh, Jack Nicholson, Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Vera Farmiga, Alec Baldwin, Mark Wahlberg, Martin Sheen. Uh, God, there's Anthony Anderson's in it. So many great actors are in this movie. And uh, the dialogue's great. My favorite thing about this movie is it's... It's perceived and taken as a like fun gangster like drama but (laughs) if you really boil down to it it's a straight out black comedy like it's funny and if you look at that with that in mind if you watch the movie with that in mind um 
it, it makes it almost more enjoyable, in my opinion. Now, I will say you are in for a long hung haul of a commentary. This movie is two hours and 31 minutes. Uh, so if you don't got that kind of time, I definitely understand. Or if you want to just stop in the middle and take a break for a bit, we can definitely do that. Or you can definitely do that. Why would I do that? Because I got nothing to do. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm going to say right now, you should start the movie as I say, go. And we will get into it. Hello, my name is Mitch Gibson. Welcome to the You Didn't Ask commentary for Martin Scorsese's The Departed. Okay. <sighs> Time Warner Company, blah, blah. Warner Brothers Pictures presents. Plan B, Initial Entertainment Group, Vertigo, blah, 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 blah. blah. Media Asia Films. Boston, some years ago. I don't know why I'm narrating it. If you're watching this along with me, you should probably know what's going on. Also, sorry if there's like, like, eating sounds or something. I, I'm, I'm having a corned beef sandwich. I like that it also, it, it plays into, like, the history of Boston, kind of, in a way. God. Jack Nicholson's just so good in this movie. And and one, one thing I love, I love uh, how in... Most of the flashbacks, he's kind of kept in shadow, and I'm guessing it's just because, you know, Nicholson looked so old. But I just also think it, it makes Frank Costello such a uh, mysterious character. Also, the use of Gimme Shelter in this movie is awesome. I, I love I love when they use pre-established music in movies, and it, like, it works, you know. Like, you never see his face. Like, like they, they only have that one part where it closes up on his face at the end. Like, what's the difference when he says that line? But I, I love how he's he's kind of silhouetted no matter what. In, in the beginning, anyway. God, so pervy, though. So fucking creepy. Ugh. God. Such a fucking creep. But he's such a good villain, too. You're just like, ugh. Fuck this guy. Yeah, and then she, like, smiles and laughs. I, like, I don't... I didn't understand that part. Like, even then, like, he's still shadowed. And everybody else is, like, lit, like, it's clear as day. That That's gotta be deliberate, right? It makes him look mysterious, makes him look creepy. So apparently that Wolverine comic book like pertains to like double identity or something like that I, or something I'm guessing I think it was something like that I, I I don't know if I read that somewhere I forget. Right, he makeup fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> 
the cool thing about this movie is the watchability alone is fun. But do you notice so many things? Like, did you notice how his watch said three o'clock on it? I think that's significant later because I think that's what it, it, it like says three o'clock on Matt Damon's uh, clock at one point. I, I forget. It's supposed to be like bookending his start in the crime family to his end or something like that. It's something like that. I can't remember. Like, you can see, even there, he's, he's silhouetted. He's this dark and mysterious figure. Also, the fact that they got a kid that looks like he would grow up into Matt Damon. Like, that's insane. I love this cold open of the whole movie, too. God. Now, apparently that she fell funny thing... I, I'm not sure if it was, but I think it was improvised by Jack Nicholson because she legitimately did fall kind of funny. It's it's a horrific... Like, there's the black humor I'm talking about right away. Like, he just capped a lady in the back of the head and he just goes, huh, she fell funny. <laughs> when you're facing a loaded gun, what's the difference? So good. Oh! Dude, one of the best match... How is it that two of the best, like, aging match cuts are both Matt Damon? Because, you know, the one from Saving Private Ryan, where he turns into the old man. It's, like, one of the best freaking, like, aging effects I've ever seen in a movie. Aging transitions. And that one was just as tight, and it was just a simple... It was just a simple cut. Well, rugby... Explaining how a hollow point works. Uh, Boston. <laughs> Never actually been to Boston. I've been through Boston, I think. It was like going up the coast or something. I forget. I don't remember. There he is. God, DiCaprio is so good in this fucking movie. And I noticed this right away. Um, the guy next to him, it's that guy from Iron Man 3, and he's been in tons of good shit. He's a great actor. Um, I can't remember his name, which is funny. But he, they have a relationship right away, which is kind of fun. And so when what happens later, and Anthony Anderson, I love Anthony Anderson's so good in this movie, and he, he's always consistently good, in my opinion. Especially like lately, he was really good. In, he's really good in, in uh, Blackish. I like I like him on that show. The Massachusetts State Police. I do like how they like they show him already becoming a cop. Like he's in it. Like that's it. And then with Leo DiCaprio, they just show him training to be a cop and like yeah, it's just the 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 rat parallels are so fun. Oh, Ray Winstone, that's right. Oh yeah, they showed him in the flashback. He's he's French, right? Isn't that his name? French? 
Yeah, yeah, Mr. French, that's right. Act like I don't watch this movie every month. Was this the last, like, big Jack Nicholson movie? Or was he, did he do, like, that bucket list movie after this? I don't remember. No more pencils, no more books. I love that line. I always think such a fun thing is they show that he is a good cop. Which, you know, makes him being a... I never understood this. That freaking, like, zoom out. Like, it's a... Like, I'm guessing maybe that's indicating that's where we are now. That's my guess, maybe. But I, I never understood... Like, it, you never see something like that in the whole movie again. Ugh. Mark Wahlberg. Dignum. So good in this movie. <laughs> and Martin Sheen is so good in this movie, too. Like, he doesn't do, like, a lot or anything. But he, but what he does works. Like, he... It's great. Weird seeing DiCaprio with such short hair. Because he usually has, you know, like most movies nowadays, he always has like fucking a mop head. Or at least, or he has the slick back hair. See, and I, I like the whole thing of them making the point that if they were to ever get a rat in their company, he would be the obvious one because his family's connected to crime. The Costigan family and all that. Which is kind of fun because Matt Damon's character you don't expect at all. And yet he's the perfect rat, which makes perfect sense. I love shit like that. It's so cool. Now, I've never actually seen the movie this movie was based on. Um, oh, uh, Infernal Affairs, I think is what it's called. But it's good. How fucked up are you? <laughs> huh. Perfect. See? That right there. I don't know why I'm trying not trying to spoil this movie. Because, obviously, if you're listening to this, you've probably already seen the movie. But I love that they, they have so many little hints of how he's the rat. Along with Matt Damon. And the part right there when he says perfect. When he, when he got an SIU or whatever. 
And you're just like, oh, you're saying that's perfect because now we got a guy on the street and now we got a guy in the office. Boom, done. <laughs> and <laughs> I love it. It's so cool. Oh, Alec Baldwin's so good in this movie, too. God, just everybody's so good in this movie. I'm sorry if I'm not talking a lot. I'm actually trying to watch the movie, too, and enjoy it. But all this. That, oh, my God. That guy looked like fucking Weinstein. Did you see that? Oh, no offense to that guy, I guess. Ugh. Oh, my God. It's the Irish guy from, like, everything. He was also... He, he has that great line where he's like, God, God protect... Uh, uh, like, God protects me or whatever. He tells me you're fucked from Braveheart. He's been in other stuff, too, but I remember Braveheart. This is a very just Boston movie that there are parts where you only get if you're from Boston because some of this stuff they're saying just going right over my head. Like Southie Projects, I have no idea what that is, but God, like it's God. And the the cool thing about this movie is every actor like in their part is doing the best version of like their best thing they're good at. Like you get snarky, smug Mark Wahlberg. That's the best Mark Wahlberg you're going to get. Cause stark snarky and smug. Mark Wahlberg is like the perfect, Oh, the Hawthorne line. That's so good. But, and then you get freaking like nervous and twitchy, like psycho, um, Leo DiCaprio, which is, well, I mean, any Leo DiCaprio is Leo DiCaprio at his best, but like, just when he's like this, when he's constantly tense and on edge, like his character mostly is the whole movie, it's great. <laughs> and also, just the the back and forth is so good. It's definitely kind of like an insult as a compliment moments. You know, fucking cop. Oh, I love it. And then you get sneaky, like, smarmy Matt Damon, which that's prime Matt Damon. Like when when he's when he's just trying to be the con man and stuff like that. He's just so good at it. Then you get, you know, Alec Baldwin just being. It's a lot of snark, I guess, <laughs> throughout this whole movie. You're an astronaut, not a st and I like that they point that out, like how smart Billy is. Like Billy's a smart guy, which is one of my favorite things about his character is his he's almost too smart for the job he wants to do, which is kind of cool.
the family. What do you mean exactly? Man. Sorry, I'm just I'm just like getting wrapped up into this this movie. It's so good. So I'm sorry if there's moments where I don't talk or stuff. It's just me paying attention to the actual movie and loving every fucking minute of it. And I like how long the intro is. Like we haven't even gotten the title yet. See, I never understood that. Like, I have a cosigner. Like, I, I get that, but like, w w if he's willing to pay for it, what the fuck is the difference if he if he wants to get a big apartment? Like, fuck it. My apartment's tiny, but it's awesome. Um, I don't know. It's just I don't get it. I never understood that little part. Like, I just I guess it wanted to let us know that Matt Damon would have people staying over at his place a lot or something. Like, Jack Nicholson would be staying there or something. I don't know. Faithful Departed. Does that count as a roll credits? I'm sorry, I'm not trying to turn into cinema sins. <laughs> oh, wait, they say it already. Did they say it already? No, they, they, there's the zoom in. The push in to Matt Damon. Here we go. I think that's one reason why this movie's so long, but it just it works. The setup alone is like what? 20 minutes? Yeah, 17 minutes. Oh shit. There we go. Sorry. I just paused it for a sec. Okay, we're back to it. Convicted of crime, guilty plea, assault and bat yeah, assault and battery. See, I like that. They they use a crime that would make sense for his character. Because he's kind of a hothead. And they trust him enough to do this. I like that. I also love the underplaying... Oh, Dropkick Murphys. Fucking ship it up to Boston. I love this song. And that's because of this movie. The Departed. Oh, I love it. We're 17 minutes in and just getting the menu now. A menu. <laughs> Title card. I love... the. Oh, there it is. One of the first of the many X's. So, one thing you'll notice about this movie, which is one of my favorite things is in the background like even here there are x's on screen every time a character every character like there'll be a frame in in frame at some point an x that will like mark the spot because that character dies so that's why with dignum um and uh alec baldwin and a couple other characters 
There's never an X on screen because they never die. Which is kind of cool. I love how the music just cuts out. Just boom. <laughs> Done. But I, the, the other thing I love about this movie is the fa father-son parallel stuff. Because you see Billy's got kind of a father-son relationship with um, Martin Sheen's character. And of course, it's this guy from he's been in tons of shit he's hilarious and then you got uh matt damon and jack nicholson you got their father-son relationship the the uh costello and um colin sullivan yeah jeez forgot his name Ugh, miles kinefic i love this scene Isn't so I can't remember. Isn't DiCaprio actually from Boston? I know Mark Wahlberg is. I'm pretty sure. Here's the Santismo. Oh yeah, that's right. They do the whole if you have to ask if you're a cop, you're a cop thing. I forgot about that. That's right. <laughs> I'm not a cop, alright? That's cop, spelled C-A-W-P, cop. No. <laughs> Never said, why does he turn his hat around? Like, is it just to make it look like he's not... I don't know. I'm also watching this with subtitles, um, just so I can actually know what they're saying and still hear what I'm saying. Oh, French. He's the best. Like, I love every character in this movie. <laughs> Doc's like his shit doesn't stink, but he's good for it. I like this Uncle Jackie better. Oh, so good. I I also can't tell if Ray Winston is doing a Boston accent here or his his English accent's coming through. It's natural diuretic. My sister takes it when she's on her period. So what, you on your period? <laughs> I love it. See, and every, like, violent act has a comedy element to it. Just the fact that he goes zero to smash. <laughs> but yeah, I I can't tell if he... And guys you can't hit. Now that ain't necessarily a guy you can't hit. Almost. Don't fucking hit him. Like, I, he sounds like he's kind of doing a Boston accent, but it, there are parts where it sounds a little English. And that's... I mean, he's English, so... I love Ray Winston. He's so good. Watch, watch uh, Sexy Beast. He's so good in that. Oh, so good. 
Cut your fucking nuts off. You understand that? And he does a good American accent, too. Uh, watch uh, Cold Mountain. He's great in that movie. He has, doesn't have a huge part or anything, but he's good. <laughs> what, you got, what is it, your period? <laughs> so good. And it's so funny, because Hot Fuzz came out, like, the same, roughly the same year as this movie. I think it was a year later, or something like that. And, oh, I love this. It's Jackie's nephew. Boom, bam, got him. <laughs> Jeez. Get him the fuck out of here. Oh, here's where he says the the line. Um. Anyway, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Crap, I lost it. Oh, well, whatever. God, I love that exchange. It's so good. Good, he's tired from fucking my... She's tired from fucking my father. It's so good. God, I love everything about this movie. And I love the, like, subplot of they're freaking like buying microprocessors or whatever the freaking missiles and that's really doesn't go anywhere like if this was a normal action movie they're like they would use one of those like microprocessors to like blow up boston or something right found in a dumpster they departed there he is miles kinnevick See, no X's in this frame. I don't see any here either. But there'll never be with one with those two in it because they never die. They don't die in this movie. Spoilers. <coughs> Again, don't watch these commentaries. Never watch a movie with a commentary if you haven't seen the movie before. That's kind of why I shut up when mostly showing people new movies except for like throwing in God, he has the best lines, man. He's a very nice guy. Don't judge him from this meeting alone. <laughs> I love that line. Oh, it's so good. Ugh. I just love everything about this movie. I say go fuck yourself. Isn't that what she says? Allegedly. Like, even the bit parts are fun. Say hi to your wife. Oh, your girlfriend, that's what it is. I mean, fuck yourself. <laughs> Did you get that? Allegedly, or fuck yourself. Just, it's such... I love this. This movie's dialogue... Says fuck a lot. <laughs> I didn't know that detail. Oh, Vera Farmiga. Again, just she's so good in this movie. Vera Farmiga, put her in anything. And it'll be awesome. Like, 
she's so good in King of Monsters. She's so good in. Uh, she, I love her in The Conjuring. She's great in The Conjuring. And then, um, of course, Bates Motel. Fuck yeah. Like, finally getting to see what Norma Bates was actually like. Oh, hell yeah. So good. I like how, I love how, like, passive-aggressively pissed the guys in the, in the elevator are. Now you gotta buy me dinner. And fucking ice pick, and that means dinner with you. Ah, <laughs> uh, like just every line in this movie—it's just gold. There's so many good lines in this movie. Uh, shout out to my buddy uh, Carl Johnson, who I was in Greece with at the Civic Theater, because he and I became. F- kind of friends because of me stating that this is my favorite movie. Um, and <laughs> I still vi- vividly remember this one time where he we, we would do the, uh, who are you? I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the other guy. <laughs> I love that line. Loses the tail. And I just love how tight this movie is. It's just like you're never bored. Also, is this the same? Is this supposed to be the same place where Colin? It is, isn't it? Is it the same? The same place where uh, uh, Frank met Colin? And he bought him the groceries and all that? It's sing, motherfucker. I love that line. God, just... I'm going to keep loving so many lines in this movie. I'm sorry. It's just so well written. Buying fucking cannolis or something. Boom! <laughs> like, look at this. The, the way he beats up this guy, he breaks his hand here, is funny. Like, the way he says... <laughs> just, just... It, I don't know why. There's so many parts of this movie that are funny. Great use of that song, too. Only better... Oh, he kicks the door open! I never noticed that! (laughs) He kicks the fucking door open. Oh, that's great. They don't have duck all orange, but they have this. Something like that. I I was close. It was French. I'm wondering if that's supposed to be tiramisu. That's kind of what it looks like. If the thing moves, I'm going to shoot it. I'm guessing it's supposed to be tiramisu? I never understood why they show that. Like, is it just to explain why he has the cast on later? Like, we understand he broke his hand. Duh. It just—I it, think it was just a way to cut the interlude of this scene, so they could skip.
and I, their chemistry is. The, that's the other thing that's great about this movie. This movie is like church on chemistry, like like any kind of chemistry, antagonistic chemistry, you know, love chemistry right here, and and you know, love chemistry later on, father son chemistry, mentor chemistry, like. This movie's church on so many things. So people can get better. Which is the best reason to do anything. I'll just arrest innocent people. Like, it's such good chemistry. And that's one of the keys to just a good show or movie. Just get that chemistry right and you can go so many fucking places. (laughs) Also, just... DiCaprio and Nicholson in a movie together. So good. You know who I am. I just realized that that's how old this movie is is they're smoking indoors <laughs> that's one way to date a movie huh Saint, get the fuck in or I'll beat the shit at you I also forget like how long this movie actually takes place because I know he's he was uncover undercover forever. So he's been three minute three three minutes, three months in prison, something like that. They connected down prop. Such a good line. I'm gonna say that a lot. I'm sorry. Oh, this is so this this whole search thing is so good. Swear on your mother's grave, you're still not a cop. You know he's dead. I don't know why. I always like how he said that line. I don't know. Just the way he says it while he's taking off his shoe. The fucking Tim's. Also, this is a great commercial for Tim Timberlands, isn't it? <laughs> Speaking of Timberlands, I live in Timberland Heights, one of the coolest. I said he had a fucking problem. Oh. Fuck. <clears throat> Sorry, I keep quoting this movie with it. I keep apologizing for it, too. Sorry. <laughs> 
Oh, Minnesota. Ugh. Ah! Mm, I've never even broken a bone before. At least I don't think I have. I, I cracked my skull, so that I guess that counts. But, God, just imagine how much that had that would hurt. Regression. Yeah, this is a great commercial for, for Tim's. What's making that noise? Oh! Ew. God, that would hurt. Oh, my God. Jerk off, fucking cousin. Okay, I will say this scene isn't funny. <laughs> I mean, there are, there's funny lines in it. I love this. This is... No, yeah, this is... He just throws money. Get that hand taken care of. <laughs> I love that, too. The, the movie does this a lot. They do these, like, whip pans... Like, where they'll keep stuff in frame. Oh, one of my favorite lines coming up, right? Stupid dog. She's on her way out. We all are. Act accordingly. So good. <laughs> that's just how Jack Nich that's just Jack Nicholson right I'm reliable <laughs> 10 million <laughs> and there's two guys from Providence. Something tells me these guys were from Providence. I'm gonna start saying lines before they even get set. God. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of stuff that Jack Nicholson did, um, just like some of the weird offhand stuff, was just him being weird in the scene, and they just kept it because it added the character Frank Costello, which is so fun. <laughs> I saw a dead body. I think I might be <laughs> having post-traumatic stress. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Like, I like, you don't even need to know who he's talking to. Like, you knew it was her. Dude, in his freaking penthouse. That's an awesome, awesome apartment. Okay, these dogs are still freaking out outside my door. What is going on? 
It's because he's got an inside to being a good cop. Because he doesn't need to go off hunches. He'll just get told. This scene right here. This scene's so fucking funny. It's so uh, weird. <laughs> you know John Lennon? See, and I love that. Because we know he's smart. So that he's making himself look like an idiot for them. Which is fun. I love that. I love... <laughs> I just love everything about this fucking movie. Smart mouth. Too bad. Oh my god. <laughs> he just casually pulls out the fucking severed hand. <laughs> Choir practice. <laughs> and then she's holding a fucking severed hand and she's just like choir practice bye oh my god like I said like just how uncomfortable DiCaprio looks oh <laughs> he looks like he's about to start crying <laughs> <laughs> I said remember she ain't that sentimental oh yeah he just rips the wire off and he throws it out the window that's right think he's dead already <laughs> Microprocessors. Boston City Hospital. I love that line. He had a heart attack uh, in jail. And then he got himself knifed in Boston City Hospital. <laughs> Another thing I never noticed. I don't know why they do this. I think you are caught myself. I'm guessing he's supposed to be hung over. I'm guessing. Oh, and this. When he fucking knocks the guy's teeth out. This <laughs> fucking. It's Jimmy Bags. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> like I love that that they they like. Put on this persona that Billy's kind of a bumbling idiot, which he kind of is. Like, he, he reacts before he thinks, but he's not dumb. He's kind of smart, actually. 
God, I don't need no fucking teeth anyway. Yeah, and then there's the connection there. Anthony Anderson works with him. Boom, yeah. <laughs> so? <laughs> Yeah, pays you. <laughs> and I love these intercutting between like what each group is doing. You see him getting a little more in with the mafia. You see he's he's import he's in like point with the rat. He's the one made to look for the rat, and he's the rat. I love shit like that. I love it's isn't there that like it was like a Tim Roth TV show where he was looking for himself or something like that. I don't remember. Just Mikey. And that's where I got that joke to all my friends who hear me make that stupid joke all the time. This is what I got it from. You ask for Mikey. There is no Mikey. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I, I do that joke all the time. A lot of shit. Hi, dad. Like, he even calls him dad. Like, and he's not his dad. Oh, the fucking. And he could do it. Like, this was the last, like, crazy mode Jack Nicholson performance I think we've got, right? Like, full-on, just like... I mean, it's just great. So good. <laughs> just the look the constant aside looks from DiCaprio or like reactions are so good like he'll look confused he'll look weirded out and he's got a great this motherfucker's crazy look <laughs> that motherfucker's crazy throw your panties on the stage <laughs> if anyone knows what that f that's from tweet it at me And on that line alone, that's why uh, Spotlight came out. <laughs> Wasn't that in Boston? I can't remember. Still, God, fuck that. Fuck, fuck any priests that do that. I hope they die. <laughs> they should. Oh, so um, Cub, Cub Foods brand chips... Potato chips, so much better than Lay's. Oh, my God. <gasps> I'm out of Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah, Fitzy. There he is. Fitzy, isn't that his name? I don't know. 
Mr. Fitzgibbons. Yep, Fitzy. Remembered it. See, this is the part where it could be just him being a very smart detective. But if you're really thinking... This would be like the first indication that he's a rat. Gibbons. Fitzgibbons. He just did. And see? And that, that, and that connects to why it would be seen as a normal cop procedure. Because the other cop that is... That's the rat is the one controlling the camera. I beeped. Yeah. The code. Camera's off. It's off. Call your mother. See, now, they set up the whole time that, that Fitzy's kind of an idiot in this whole thing. And yet, you think he would, like, be able to, like, accidentally rat out Matt Damon, don't you think? He, he would rat out Sullivan. Mm-hmm. And they just light the whole fucking place up. <laughs> like, like nothing. Just leave. Bye. Everything's on fire. Did we miss the part where DiCaprio gets hit with the duck? Was I not paying attention? Because from what I heard, that wasn't on purpose. He's got the... Uh, maybe I'm wrong. See, instant time change. She's there all the time. She's there now. So, I, I, I think this movie takes place. He's got to be undercover for like a year or something oh yeah that's right <laughs> forget they talk about this he has like erectile test function dysfunction or something right it's something like that yeah it was something like that he has like erectile dysfunction basically And the last piece of the puzzle right here. Boom. She is his therapist. I mean, that's not the last piece of the puzzle, but it's the last, like, big plot 
crossing that happens for a while. You lie. Come on. You lie. Like, and here's another look at chemistry. They have, like, the most fuck you, I hate you chemistry, but, like, sexual tension, fuck you, I hate you. Like, fuck you, I hate you, but do me on the couch. <laughs> I like how he starts psychoevaluating her. <laughs> Let's keep it with you. And she almost falls for it. <laughs> how I feel. Oh, here it comes. Oh, wait, no. It's coming up soon, though. It's like my favorite part when he gets hit in the face. Yep, here it is. The, the, the freaking, like, toy duck throw. <laughs> like I I heard that wasn't supposed to be on purpose It looks almost too natural But you know Again movies Oh And that's the other thing Oh this was a CinemaSins thing He was wondering how DiCaprio got the blood on his face From the guy getting shot No it's the blood from when he got hit in the face with the duck I can't believe I wanted to write a CinemaSins wrong right there, but it and whatever enters my brain, I guess. <laughs> Hand steady. I does not shake. Cool as a fucking cucumber. <laughs> Wake the fuck up. I'm guessing that's the first guy he's seen die. Maybe. That's why they make a big deal out of it. I don't know. Because each part of this movie has a lot of just, like, benchmarks. Like, it's the first time Frank and Sullivan meet. First time Billy meets Dignam and all them. And then he becomes the, the rat. And he becomes the rat and all that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean. I don't need to point it out. Use their weapons. Which is so funny. He signed up to use their weapons, both of them. And they, yeah. That is the thing. No offense to any police officers, but they're, I can't help but think that sometimes. Is they just want to be fucking Serpico. You know. Oxycontin. Oh, that's too many. That's too many, Oxy. And you take it with a Sprite? That'll fuck with your head, won't it? I like that he keeps kind of trying to indicate that something happened and then, yeah. been a year yeah there we go great foreshadowing there
doesn't even flinch. Here's the part that gets me with this, is that you can tell they kind of actually like each other. Like, you get that feeling, because cause Dignam clearly trusts him, and all that stuff. Like they're it, like they clearly are on the same side, and you get that feel. But it, there's tension, obviously. Like that, like this whole thing where he's just he's calm and collected, and telling him we got you got to know what we're doing. Once they get the business, they get the business. See, and, and Martin Sheen keeps saying that for me stuff. He keeps saying for me, and I like that because it like it, it gets their gets their father father son relationship kind of more fleshed. Because he's like he knows he'll do it for him because he trusts him and he's his father figure kind of thing. Valium. Sounds like my Saturday. <laughs> I haven't slept for fucking weeks. Two pills? Isn't that what he says? She gives him like two pills? Two pills? So I can blow my fucking head off. <laughs> and she wants, yeah, there it is. Yeah, like I love it. There that is. That that back and forth chemistry. It's my cad. And you know why she's transferring him to another counselor? 
so that if she bangs him, she doesn't want to say no. This whole sequence is just so good. Like, seriously, this is one of the best crime movies ever, man. Captain Queenan. As someone... <laughs> as someone who has never, like, knows nothing about police work or anything... And just from what I've seen in movies, would they really go like only have two people know who the undercover guy is rather than the whole precinct knowing? Is it just because they think there's a rat in their vicinity, which that makes sense. But I would feel like they would never tell like so that makes sense to me. I'm not going to be home for supper. I love I love that that's kind of their code of like what's going on. Your mother will be proud. See? And I think that right there was indication that he knew. They never explain, like, if Queen knew or not. But they give a lot of little hints that it, that he might know. That Colin uh, is the rat. I think that's why he puts him in charge here. Because if the thing goes wrong, it's his fault making him the rat. Oh, the fez. <laughs> Again, there's a lot of stuff in here that I'm wondering are were just the actors fucking around. Because the way he hugged Anthony. Oh, I could never do this in a million years. Freaking so good, though. God, the amount of focus you would need to have. And I like how they do that, like, pyramid shot, too. Or the scaling, whatever you call it, where you see all three of them like lined up, even though they're technically right next to each other. It looks like you know, face, face, face. You know what I mean. New guy, Billy Costigan. So they still call him a new guy. So I mean, it's been a year, but yeah. Ten forty-six. I also just like this setting. So and just, the cameras can't see shit. 
And that's the other thing. This movie loves to mess with your expectations a little bit. Because you, you think maybe this is going to go south and it's going to become a big shootout or something. Also, like, the the, the way the light hits. Um. <laughs> and then that. <laughs> the light hits uh, Jack Nicholson's, like, glasses. Oh, that shot made no sense. Matt Damon was next to him and then he was behind him. Here's the line. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, one of the best lines ever. Such a good line. Show me one million dollars. In this country. A little like jostle he does before he says that is so weird. I hate when subtitles just say speaks Chinese or speaks Punjabi or speaks other language when why can't you just subtitle what they said? Don't tell me they're not in those cars. Those cars are empty. Please tell me those cars are empty. That's what it is. <laughs> they didn't know we had a navy. You know what he says? They didn't figure we had a navy. There it is. So good. Oh, this punch is so funny. The way Baldwin punches this guy. <laughs> just, boom! <laughs> just a full send punch. Doesn't even waste time. <laughs> oh. Like, Alec Baldwin's, like, barrel, like not a huge part of this movie, but everything he does, gold. Oh, there's all the X's right there. You know, all the X's in the background. You know that character is doomed. None in his background. Booyah.
See, she got that coffee with him. She got that coffee with him. See, wait, that would have been a lie. She lied to him. Because it, it had to have been more four months, didn't it? See, you can find so much in this movie. I mean, I might be reaching, but she said four months. They, they I feel like they would have been together longer than that. Because he was in the crime for a year. He met her, like, right when he was getting out of prison, right? I think. I could be wrong. That's the only thing about this movie is the, is the timeline's kind of all over the place. Like, you still, it still feels linear. Like, it never, like, the only really flashbacks you get are little glimpses, like the one with French and his wife and all that stuff. Even Keel. And there we go. Gimme Shelter starts playing again. And I'm going to use this opportunity to go get a drink from my fridge. My bread thought out yet? Oh, it's getting there. Saved up a lot of bread for this freaking quarantine. Got bread, uh, jar of pickles uh, from my job. They gave me a jar of pickles so I can make uh, roast beef sandwiches or corned beef sandwiches. It's really fun. And I also bought some marmalade and like a bunch of other good stuff for sandwiches. I kind of plan on living on sandwiches for a while. <laughs> Leave in public service. <clears throat> See, and that's the part that bothers me, is they still have good chemistry. Fucking phone, stop it! <clears throat> See, and she's moving in. Oh my god, you know who she reminded me? If anybody knows who Maud Garrett is, uh, she's uh, a great interviewer for movies. She was also on SourceFed for a long time. She was one of my favorites on SourceFed. She's Australian. She's hilarious. One of the funniest people, like, ever. Uh, but Vera Farmiga looks a lot like her in this. I don't know. Huh, weird. Uh, chips. I'm sorry if you don't like chewing or sipping noises. Yes, I do. <laughs> Dude, I'm really digging Jack Nicholson's suit there. It's like a periwinkle. Wouldn't that what you call it? Maybe lavender? Nah. Or like papaya? <laughs> Or poi. It kind of looks like, yeah, poi? No, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I just like it, the, 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 the blue tint. Like, his suits in this movie are, are slick. It's probably how I look in a suit, because I got my freaking bald-ass head. <laughs> There's a lot of dolly zooms, like, unnoticeable ones in this movie, too. You see a lot of push-ins and pull-outs, a lot of whip. It, it's... I like how 
<laughs> you're shooting your pants. I just like how. Well, oh, I love that. I love those com com composition shots where it's a zoom in, but they're both in focus. Rack focus, is that what that's called? I forget. Rack focus? I think that's right. I might be wrong. And God, I would love to get more of Dignum and, and Costigan. I like that they never really want to make uh, Jack Nicholson look like too. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say like put together because he is pretty put together through the whole movie. But they don't make him look clean. Like his hair is messy. Uh, he's kind of grungy looking, but he's always dressed in like beautiful suits and stuff like that. I feel like Scorsese could probably direct a very realistic romantic movie. Like a realistic one, like, you know, like Marriage Story or, or Before Midnight. Or After Midnight, whatever. Before Sunset. I don't remember. The, the Ethan Hawke Linklater one. Like, she still clearly cares about him, too. But she also wants to fuck DiCaprio. God, his lady is gorgeous, too. Oh, my God. Honestly, though, oh, I didn't realize he's got the freaking khakis on with it. Khakis with a colored jacket? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I love this scene. <laughs> oh, man. It's so fucking rabid and savage, but it's funny. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, the whole FBI informant thing. Oh, fucking hi. Oh, I love that image. It, it kind of look. It kind of reminds me of Reservoir Dogs. It kind of looks like, like that part when uh, Harvey Keitel's looking. No, um. God, who's the guy? When, yeah, when Harvey Keitel is pointing the gun down at Mr. Pink, at Buscemi. FBI info. <laughs> I, I hate that I'm laughing at that, but it's so funny. I'm supposed to go in shock and I'm not in shock. This fucking hurts. Oh, it's so good. Oh, we get a little bit more. Queen and Billy. I thought this was very risky. 
my son Patrick. I hope this is still recording if I'm being honest because my phone keeps buzzing and I'm recording this on my phone. And last time my phone buzzed, it stopped the recording. Okay, so this right here is how I think Jack Nicholson probably just spends his Saturday night. Watching opera with a bunch of hot women who he's eventually going to just cover in cocaine. <laughs> that that That's just, like, they didn't even need to, like, set up the movie. They That's, that's just them filming Jack Nicholson's weekend. <laughs> yeah, the fucking just... Want some coke? <laughs> Don't move till you're numb. Oh, <laughs> like that's just how he looks. That's just his Saturday night. <laughs> Oh, here we go. <laughs> but fuck it, you know. And there it is. <laughs> Which is so funny because I'm not staying here. They show it that one last time. So you remember it. You got to remember the cross of it. He needs to go get his dick wet. <laughs> that was inappropriate. I'm sorry. I also just watched Planet Terror. And that's when I Quentin Tarantino's lines. And she lets him in. She didn't have to. But she did. She let him in. See, and he liked the picture, unlike unlike uh, Sullivan did. He liked the picture. He hangs it up higher, even. So her ideal guy is a cop, but her perfect guy is a criminal. But then when you flip it around, that's why she likes him, because he's more of a cop 
than Colin is. So he's actually her ideal guy, even though she thinks he's not her ideal guy, and the guy who thinks she she thinks is her ideal guy is not. Seriously, there are so many layers to this movie. I I swear I'm not just reaching on some of these. That's I swear that's what they were going for. If there if, if it wasn't, I I'm I'm dumb. I think so. Come over here and take my pants off. <laughs> I like that. Oh, Comfortably Numb. Such a good song. There is no God, I love that song. Like, look how much... She doesn't, but does. I mean, come on. And holy crap, Jesus. It does feel a little weird doing this commentary while watching a sex scene. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, we don't get far into it. You see enough to know what happened. God, such a good song, though. He went for the butt. Booty grab. Have become comfortably numb. Yeah, and that's the other thing. She, Her husband, future husband. Or at least one she lives with. Has kind of like an erectile dysfunction thing. God, my neighbors stomp so much. It's ridiculous. I have an immaculate record. Oh, they oh, they're Is it though? Because she fucked DiCaprio. Purple again. I wonder if that's a color indication thing. Because they do that in a lot of. Like, a lot of movies love to indicate a character. With, like, the color of they wear. Like, watch Baby Driver. Like, oh my god. But a common villain color, uh, especially in movies like Glass or um, just uh, Unbreakable or anything, a common villain color is purple. So, in a lot of, in a lot of them. <laughs> I love just the awkward looks on Matt Damon. Damon's face. Just the, the, the face acting in this movie is so good. I love this. <laughs> like what you see, Colin? I was fucking shot, you. 
Why am I not fucking? And I love that we don't get to see a lot of it. This is like the f like we don't get to see a lot of interactions between uh, Frank and Colin, but the ones we get in the movie are so great. Like their back and forths are so good because you get you feel the history. You feel like he's his son, but he's not his son, uh, and you could just feel the the history there. And again, just good chemistry throughout this whole movie. Fucking big daddy Frank. Fucking perfect. Just so... Ugh. Get a visual ID suspect. Here's what he should have done. Just run over and shoot both of them right there. Boom. You win. Honestly, that could have solved the whole movie right there. If he just ran over and popped both of them. Why does he do that? <laughs> I never even thought of that until this point. Why doesn't DiCaprio just run over, pop both of them right there? Because he knows. And be like, I killed the guy. I found out he was a rat for the Irish mob in the freaking state police department. And then I didn't get that. He made it like it made it more obvious that he exited out the back. I think. And see, there's another whip hand. Like they they love doing that in this movie. Like uh, the back and back and forth, a lot of back and forth stuff. He gets so close. I love. The tension of every time they get close to finding each other is so good. Like, you could just feel them getting... Ooh, almost up! Like, you can just feel the tension of them wanting to, you know, catch each other. Whoa, I never noticed that. They did, like, the early 2000s music video slow motion blurry effect thing for a second there. Did you see that? Also, just... Oh, fun. That's so cool. I love that. Uh, so much fun in this movie. Oh, there's an X. There's another X in the background. Oh, and I love... Oh, so good. Just everything about it's so good. Make a rest. Why didn't he just sprint towards him after that? Make the arrest. He knows he's there. Yeah, just... Oh. Here he comes. Oh, that zoom. So good. Oh, got him. 
I like that how you even made him kind of. They even kind of made him dressed the same as Colin. Like he had the he had a hoodie and a and a baseball cap on. Like he, I mean, not as Colin uh, as uh, uh, DiCaprio, uh, Billy. Like he was dressed similar. And there's the camera, and he looks right at it. Good job. But Billy's smart. Ugh. I love just and that's like a zoom and enhance cliche, but he doesn't actually do the enhancing, which is cool. Yeah, I love how he just has that out in the open all the fucking time. <laughs> Even though it's like the the indication of his downfall is having that envelope and and him seeing it. Now apparently Nicholson just drew that. Like he t- like they that he told him to write that. Like this scene right here, I I, I feel like is just Nicholson riffing half the time. Which, I mean, if there's anyone you just want to let go. And I like how much they, they really hammer home... That he trusts Billy. I love that. I think that's... And he knows it ain't the FBI. I think the reason he keeps asking him stuff is he doesn't he wants to get detailed oriented because you know devil's in the details like if he gets too on the spot when it comes to lying you know maybe not I mean, maybe I'm reading into that What's the difference? I like. I I also like how willing to like get in close they are with the camera because that's those those are things I like in movies. I, I, I unless you're like a Tom Hooper, like I hate when Tom Hooper does close ups. Those are just awful. Oh, and this part was improvised. Um. Nicholson just pulling the gun, the prop gun out here. He just asked props for a gun. Terrible trigger discipline. He could, if he sneezed, he could shoot him. He'd blow his head off. But he's crazy. That makes sense. And you instantly feel how uneasy the scene feels. So much more uneasy. And that's him using improv improv to make 
DiCaprio better, which is kind of fun. I love shit like that. Oh, yeah, he starts burning the fucking thing. That's right. Retreat. Again, another banging suit, too. <laughs> Cheesy fucking rat. I love it. Oh, and he's wearing purple again, too. I swear. I, I'm not just blowing smoke. Oh, another great line right there. And honestly, I think it, like that's the line where he was just like, oh, I can trust this kid. Oh, my phone is dying, so I'm going to actually plug it in. So if there's a little hum, that's because my phone is charging. Sorry. Okay. I hate that it does this little hum when I'm charging, but maybe I can lower it a little bit. No, I can't. Okay, what the hell. Sorry about the hum, folks. I hate the, I, I hate the buzz, but oh well. I'm sorry, guys. Probably be you. Yeah. I'm just gonna let it charge as much as it can and then flip. Heavy lies the crown. Wouldn't even harm a fly. Oh. And eats the fly. Uh. Now I think this part where he comes back is also a uh, yeah yeah. It was also an improv. He was just fucking with DiCaprio, and they left it in. <laughs> so good. I love it. Love that shit so much. Eat something. <laughs> See? He indicated it right there. Dignum knows. Because they do a lot of indication of how much they're trying to find rats on each side, but they do a lot more of them trying to find Billy rather than them try to find who the cop rat is. It's a lot more of finding Billy. So 
you don't get to see Queenan and uh, Dignam's thought process on who the rat is in the police department, but you still get to, um, there's still indications throughout like dialogue and interaction moments where you're like, yeah, they know Matt Damon's the fucking rat. They, they're just waiting to strike. I don't know. Again, this is all my speculation or just things I've like read on IMDb. Another whip pan. Find his rat. So I can't tell if you guys actually can hear the hum or not. If you can, I'm sorry. Oh, there is another zoom. Huh. There's like another Looney Tunes zoom on him. That's pretty good. If I wasn't a trooper. Again, good character moments. Just good back and back and forth. And Mira Farmiga's freaking acting is astonishing. And just any any time she's in anything, she's just an amazing actress. Which is so funny, because when you, when you think about it later, you know, he ends up being... The, the guy talking to Fitzy uh, ends up being a cop, doesn't he? Isn't he the one that ends up being, like, another rat? I, I forget. I think it is. Person not found. She knows she, so she must be a cop. Probably fucking police commissioner. That's right. Oh, that's good. Fucking vanilla ice motherfucker in the background. That guy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. He just comes in covered in blood. Like, like there is so much dark visual comedy in this. It's so funny. Just a lot of it. <laughs> All right, I unplugged for a little bit. If it goes to twenty percent again, oh well.
but it's not found. Oh, again, rack focus there. You can tell. And they kind of do one there, too. Oh, and an X. Oh, that was cool. Oh, that was cool. Oh, the composition of that shot was so cool. It was like rack focus, but the focus was the X. Oh, that was cool. I think that's what it's called, I swear. Or split focus, maybe? I don't know. I hate this. God, it just makes you hate this moment because you're just like, uh, he wants he wants them to follow Queenan just because he's making up the lead so he can find out if Billy's the fucking informant. He basically gets Queenan killed. Oh, and there's the guy that was the 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 freaking security guard in Mars Attacks. Oh, I hate this. Is it because Queen is such? He's like the only pure character in this whole fucking movie, which is probably exactly why he dies. Because the pure characters die. <laughs> Makes the stakes feel for more real. Feel real words. Tension when you know when you know it's coming to just ugh. oh and the building's full of freaking X's so that's when you know that building's not gonna be good. Ow, that was my knuckle. Oh, my knuckles are cracking. Oh, just everything that has to do with this rooftop is the best. It's all the rooftop stuff. Top floor. I just lo I just love how the scenery looks on this uh, on this roof. That guy almost looks like um, Brian Darcy James. It's not him, but it looks like him. I love pointing out who people aren't, what they look like. It's like when you look at um, Jesse Plemons, you're still like, he's kind of a discount Matt Damon. <laughs> Even though I love Jesse Plemons, he's so good. 
Which, this is, this shows how stupid Colin kind of is. Because he's like, let's call Costello and tell him to send his guys to find who the rat is. While he also has cops tailing Queenan. So, they're bound to cross paths. It's gonna happen. Boom. And you can just feel the tension and fear. Because you're like, oh, shit. They might get made right here. Shit's going to go down. Yeah, like he... That's like, it's such a stupid decision to have the detectives there while all the thugs are there too. While Fitzy and all them are there. It's, that Colin should have been smarter than that. Now, do you think Queen knew he was going to die here? That, that might have indicated it right there. Oh, and he's got such a great line here, too. Got to give Martin Sheen at least one badass line. And you, you mugs got a light. Ah, oh, so good. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I think it's just because I love Martin Sheen so much. But even hit. Oh, just the silence. <laughs> I hate that. That's funny. But it's like you feel like you feel bad. Obviously. But the, the freaking his reaction is funny. The way the way Billy sees him fall. See? See? That's he dies because of Colin. And there they are. Get in the van. Fuck this. I just realized this is like the first gunfight of the movie. We're an hour and a half. In. We're like almost two hours in. Huh. Oh, yeah. And he gets shot. That's right. Oh, yeah. Because that's when we find out. That's where we find out the thing. I almost thought they ran over Queen Anne's body there. And he just, yeah, he just wallows in. Oh, there was an X on his forehead for a second there. Did y'all see that? The composition of these shots, dude. So good. Just look the way that's framed. Oh, it's so good. And he just sits in it. Look what you did, you little jerk. This is this is 
I think this is confirmation for Dignum, for sure. And this is the only time we see Dignum actually lose his cool, which is which is interesting when you think about it. Like he he's still you know a hothead and shit like that, but this is the first time he lashes out and punches somebody where rather than you know. See, and a smarter guy just got put in charge. Well, an equally as smart, I should say. I will say, Queen and getting killed gets a guy more in Matt Damon's uh, Collins Grace's in charge because you know Alec Baldwin's character really likes him. Uh. Oh, and they just let Della Hunt just sit there and die. So good. I will say it is a little convenient that he dies right after that, but it makes sense. It, it is kind of a convenience moment where you're just like, and he knows, and he dies. <laughs> God. With me, it tends to be the other guy. Like, that's such a throwaway line, but it's a great line. I don't give a fuck about them. Don't get your balls in an uproar. That's a new one. Let's give him a whiff. Put your fucking mouth. You watch it. Uh. <laughs> She's like half his age. Are my neighbors really playing fucking music right now? I swear, this is all they do. They they vacuum and play music. 
the way he leans into her here, you know, the lust is still there. Oh my God. She makes the first move. Notice she made the first move. Jesus Christ. I hope you guys can't hear that music. This is this has been my neighbors during this whole quarantine thing. Just loud ass music. They're vacuuming like every fucking day. I don't I don't know what they're doing. I hope you guys can't hear that. Let me Oh, and this is like my favorite scene. I I wrote a whole like thesis of this scene cuz it's so damn good. The way he he uses Queen's phone. I love the little indication here. The way he when he presses the talk button. Boom. And the little smudge of blood is kind of like confirming his fate in the whole thing. And then, oh, God, just everything about this scene is so good. And I love it. I, I definitely don't think this is on purpose, but his I like how his cop phone is blue and his criminal phone is red. Like, also, that's a way to date this movie, fucking flip phones. But, um, oh, and you just want them to interact, and then they don't at first. It's just silence. Oh, click. I love that. Oh, this scene is so good. Oh, this is probably the best scene of the movie, in my opinion. Like, there's so many good ones, but just everything leading up to this phone call, we finally get to see these two interact, and then it doesn't happen. <laughs> Oh, man. I like how he's, like, pacing and staring at the phone. Like, he doesn't know if it's help on the other side. And he says, fuck it. <laughs> and I like how they, they probably over overcranked or under... No, they undercranked on that scene. Because um, the way he goes to the phone, like, so fast... Hold this number on a dead man's phone. Oh, such a great line. Hmm. See, and I think I think DiCaprio knows here. The only person that would I was about to say, the only person that would talk to him on the phone is Dignam. And if Dignam's not there, he knows. He, he, I think he knows right there that he's the rat. And he wants him to come in. Like he's... Yeah, boom. He knows. Like he didn't confirm the name, but I think he knows. I, I, like he didn't confirm like anything. Which a lot of this movie is just a lot of speculation. You're just thinking... That's what probably happened. 
Oh, yeah, and this is when he finds out he's an FBI informant. That's right. And the use of the opera music is so fun, too. Undercover policeman, there he is. And I love there are two, like, major indications. The poor bastard, didn't they? Fucking liar. I still don't believe it was a cop. In the marsh. Well, oh, my phone's dying again. God damn it. I'm sorry about the buzz. <laughs> Don't laugh! This ain't reality TV! Oh, so good. I don't even know what that line means, but it's so good. I think it's supposed to be a laugh track joke, maybe? I don't know. But <laughs> I love it. Oh, and they're using fucking Dropkick Murphys again. Hell yeah. So apparently here, Nicholson was supposed to be wearing a Boston Red Sox hat, but he refused because he's, you know, a diehard fucking Yankees fan. Or it was something like, something similar to that. I think that's what it was. Um, but it makes me think of, think of uh, fucking in um, Gone Girl, Ben Affleck at one point refused to wear a uh, Yankee hat. <laughs> he refused to wear a Yankees hat because, um, oh, because he's a Red Sox fan. So I thought that was kind of funny that that's, happened in multiple movies where a, a person would refuse to be a fan of something even faking it and I love this part because it's the part when Colin Colin says fuck it I don't think he meant to do that, too. But then he's like, I'm going to get caught unless we just fucking take him. Get rid of that fucking jail. I love how he says that. Sheffield. Mm-hmm. And then we finally get that gunfight. This movie, I will say, it's it's one of the more, like, one of the less, I guess, say, like, slow burns that feel boring. 
like slow burns like can feel boring but like in a good way where this one it it feels like it's constantly moving and it's got like some quiet slow moments but the pace of this movie is astonishing in my opinion it's got such good pace Seeing he was smart. He's making himself look loyal till the end. Just carrying bags of coke. <laughs> smart! So smart, just get out of the line of fire. Such a smart, so smart of him. And fucking cocksuckers. See, and the other thing that about this movie is like almost every character's death is comedic, or just like just happens. Like, oh, Fitzy just goes out, just gone. Oh, and the way fucking French says he fucking shot me is great too. Oh, that would be a terrible spot to be shot, too. Like, I mean, anywhere's a terrible spot to be shot. But in the fucking sternum? Oh, I can only imagine the pain. I love the snapshot, like, moments of this, too, where it, it's... It's... Almost looks like it's clipped. Like, think... Like... <laughs> and then he just goes... Crashes. Fuck it. Even though the way he shot that gun and the way his head... It probably would have gone through his fucking chin out his nose or out like the bridge. Oh yeah, I love this. The fucking phone. He just walks in with the phone ringing. Such a fun way to just enter it. It was funny because at first, when I first saw this, I thought he was calling DiCaprio to see where he was, to see if he was okay. But then I realized, no, he's calling Colin, because, duh. I keep calling him DiCaprio. It's Billy and Colin, not, but I, I'm not consistent. You know who I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> Grow up! He's fucking shot in the liver, just bleeding. Nobody knows nothing. Do they know about me? <laughs> See, and <laughs> just the way he looks down, he's like, You fucking, you fucking asshole, you shot me. <laughs> like, they make his death comedic, and he's the villain of the movie. Just loses it on him. 
I hate that I'm laughing, but I think, like, this movie is... And then his phone starts ringing! Is this... Oh, yeah, and it's his girlfriend, right? It's Gwen? Yeah, Gwen. Frank didn't make it. Frank got shot. <laughs> Gwen, we lost Frank. You know, and then he gets to become a hero because of it. For being a fucking rat. See, and I like that they finally meet, and it's like at full indication that they're on the same side. Like, you think Colin's even on his side. Because, you know, he, he was willing to kill Frank. But he was only doing it to save his ass. <laughs> and there's the running kids almost as if on cue kids down the hall for me they just run <laughs> I still love living here but I will say it's gotten a lot noisier in the last week or so Bluey. Yep, leaving him in his in your office. So smart. So so smart. And there it is. He sees it. See now. I know they do the whole thing. 
where I don't know why why Billy I mean Colin are racing. Oh, there's an X. There's an X right there. I don't know if you can see it, but it it's the the headlights the the lights above his head. See, they they make a cross section right across his head. That's when you know. That's when you know. And then, of course, the X on the citizens and. I'm pretty sure I haven't even pointed them all all out, but there's a lot of ex like like a lot of fun background stuff in this movie. The way the music kicks in, oh, it's so good. Just everything about this movie is so good. Again, on that focus. Maybe that's what rack focus is. I I forget what the one is where it's like a person close up and then a person far away, but they're both in focus. I forget what that shot's called. It was like in like didn't Hitchcock do it a lot? I, I th it's a cool shot whenever it's done. Let's get you paid. And he just leaves. Cause he knows. Oh shit. See, now this part doesn't make sense. He deletes his file. Yeah, he deletes, like, the whole file. But Anthony Anderson and, like, everybody else in the precinct there saw that he was, you know, the, the informant. They should know that by now. And she trusts him. He's the only person. He's the only person that she can trust. I I love how you think the movie is over, like with everything, Frank's dead and all that stuff. But you still got like fifteen twenty minutes of the movie. Whatever you say, think real hard about it. All right. Tell me in two weeks. Okay. See, and if this was, like, a more modern movie, like, he wouldn't have actually died during this, and they would be, like, somewhere in two weeks, and they'd be, like, moving to another city like she wanted to and, like, all that stuff. <laughs> Costigan. Was that her office they were at? Or is that her apartment? That was her office. Oh, and there's this indication here. I think... So, life is much easier. So she's pregnant. They're not married, right? 
I don't think so, right? See? And now I'm thinking, because, like, if you really thought about it, he was the guy that was, like, having erectile dysfunction problems and all this whole thing, and she does it with Billy. Boom. Pregnant. I think, in my opinion, baby she's pregnant with is fucking William Costigan's baby. It's Billy's baby. It is not Colin's baby. They never info and I love this too. She finds that mail from Billy and then he didn't know she was going to even be there. He honestly, we never find that out, do we? Leo like has nothing to do with it. Like he doesn't know that she has anything to do with him. He think, "Huh, I never thought of that." Yeah. They're completely separate problems to him. And also what was the thing what was the thing she he gave her? I forget. And there it is. <laughs> She's got a very good fuck you face, too. No, you can't. And he's on the roof again. I love it. I think there's a reference to uh, Infernal Affairs or Internal Affairs. Fuck. I've, you rat fuck. Oh, I love. And then we get Cocky DiCaprio out of it. I fucking love Cocky DiCaprio. Oh, so good. Where Queen and died. So good. So good. Just this whole climax here of just everything coming to fruition like at once. So dope. Open the door. Uh, sorry, I keep yawning. And that's kind of it, isn't it? We don't really get to see any follow-up to that. That's just like the end of her story, isn't it? In this movie, anyway. Or no, doesn't he see... Oh, yeah, that's right. No, other things happen. I love this whole scene. The second door kick is so funny. <laughs> just the way he just beats the shit out of him. Oh, 
You erased me. <laughs> when people people speak with the hits, it's the best. Shut the fuck up. There's a lot of gun pointing in this movie. Like a lot a lot of gun pointing without shooting. I guess it makes sense a lot of cops. Maybe you do. Like, he's so... Like, look at how good... Like, Anthony Anderson's not, like, a huge character by any means in this movie. And yeah, he, even he does such a great job. Everybody's... Uh, I can't stop talking about how good everybody is in this movie. You know who I am. Like, there's not a weak link in the fucking bunch. And there's an X in the background. I don't know if you saw that. And then here comes another X. Wait, what? Isn't there one on the back of the elevator? Or like the side view of the elevator? Yeah, right there. Yep, there it is. Right behind. This is going to be fucking fun. <laughs> I love that. See, and here's the other comedy thing. Nobody, no one expects it. Bam! Like, and he goes down like almost like a Looney Tune, just ha. Oh. <laughs> Like, it's, it sucks, because you don't expect it. Oh, it's one of the coolest unexpected deaths, like, ever in film. But it's almost funny. <laughs> and and I love this. This is, like, the last piece of the puzzle. You find out there's this whole time, there's another informant. The no hesitation here. Bow! <laughs> like, that's how good a rat the other guy was. Badgley? Isn't that his name? It's something Badge. David... David Badgley? I don't know. Who's going to sell, sell us out to the FBI? See, and then we're not done with the unexpected deaths because wait for this shit. See? But him killing him made more sense because now nothing can tie back to him officially. Everybody that knows, or at least we think everybody knows that he was a rat, is dead. And of course, got to have the funeral with the bagpipes, just like they were talking about. And of course, it's the same building full of X's. There's one on the window back there. It expired.
And he also gets another rat he can use. For the Medal of Merit. Now I'm guessing the Medal of Merit, like, it's like the silver baton. It's just like the highest honor you can give a pol police officer in that place area because it wasn't the silver baton the thing that um, Nicholas Angel got again in Hot Fuzz oh my god that's what I forgot I was going to say way earlier in that bar scene so in Hot Fuzz Nicholas Angel drinks also drinks cranberry juice and that is a not a reference to this movie it just happened to be a coincidence and of course this is the last time we get to see Vera Farmiga just bawling at his funeral because she loved Billy more than she loved Colin because he was the true cop and he's the true criminal. It's a whole thing. I love this movie. Ugh. And that look at this thing because she knows, dude. Oh, I guess, yeah, no. No, she knows too. I guess. Uh, and that X. Oh, my God. That, that, that X made with the salutes. That was even an X. See, and I always think of Mars Attacks whenever, like, you know, people are doing the the gun salute or whatever. Like, it, it scares people. And then, yep, they have this whole talk here. That's right, that's right. What about the baby? She doesn't care, because it's probably not even yours, motherfucker. It probably ain't even your baby. It's William Costigan's baby. Oh, and one of the best endings ever, right here. So good. X is on the floor. I love the way the lady pulls the dog away from here. I, I, it's almost like she knows. She's like, fuck that guy. Mm, and here's the real last piece of the puzzle. Oh, the composition of that shot. The framing. <sighs> Don't even need to explain. Ooh. I like how he's, he's just done trying. He's like, okay. Notice, now in that bag of groceries is the same groceries that he got at the beginning of the movie. Now, a lot of people hate this, but I'm okay with it. A lot of people hate it. I'm okay with it. Also, that dead body did not look like Matt Damon. Um, everybody hates the rat. This this little, it's a little, little too on the nose. Everybody hates it. And I was just like, whatever. It's them being a little cheeky. I don't get why that, why people hate that so much, but whatever. And there it goes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for taking this journey with me, directed by Martin Scorsese. That was The Departed, what I consider my favorite movie of all time. And I can't believe that I actually got through this commentary without any slip-ups or mess-ups. Hopefully. Probably not. But anyways, I've been Mitch Gibson, and thank you for watching my first episode 
of the You Didn't Ask commentary, The Departed. Keep it real, keep it super, keep it awesome. Thank you, and have a good night. Thank <laughs> you.